Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up to Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Lamar Wright. So Lamar, welcome. Thank you for having me, Thomas. How are you? I'm, I'm well, I'm well. So Lamar, the Couture Man Wright, is owner <laughs> of the Couture Man LLC, an emerging leader in the bespoke lifestyle and brand development, specializing in the high-touch services of client relations, image consulting, creative direction, event styling, and luxury travel. Lamar is currently the director of partnerships and collaborations of McBride Family Office. Wow, Lamar, you have a lot going on. <laughs> well, we definitely have to make sure things are handled and, and put together. <laughs> yes, indeed, especially in the fact that you work in a family office. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm privy to family offices. I know what they're about. To those um, viewers and listeners right now, do you mind explaining mm -hmm. what a family office is? A family office is either an individual or family who has enough wealth that they can manage their own. They're like their own bank. So they will do investments. They do their own due diligence. Sometimes they'll have a single family office, which, which is just one family, or they may have multiple families, which then they would probably have like a, um, a director or a managing partner to actually disperse the funds. Yes, indeed. And that takes a lot of hands-on approach. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. So, yeah, so Lamar, you know, are very personable, you know. Yeah, yes. Like bank. Yeah, so it seems like this, this, this is your space, right? You, you own a bespoke brand, lifestyle brand, mm -hmm. um, and you're also part of this family office. So, how did you get into this space, man? Well, um, I have basically, I tell everyone, I have a portfolio career. Okay. Um, I have been a celebrity makeup artist for years, a wardrobe stylist for years. So I've done things from our uh, 2000s hip hop. So I'm talking about like the videos for like 50 Cent, Dipset, Jen Jones. I was the person putting, getting the ladies, making sure the makeup and hair and the wardrobe is together. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like the behind the scenes guy for that for years. I've also worked as a director and a lead makeup artist for Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in Lincoln Center for years. And I've also been a creative director for Westlake Magazine, which is in Calabasas, California. It's a lifestyle magazine. So with all of that, I've always been kind of uh, high touch with my clients. I, I've always been more than just a uh, staff or somebody who works for them. I have been their uh, confidant. I've been their friend. I've been their hype man, as they could say, you know, all of that. Um, and it involved into me actually having a business. We've been corporate members of the New York Concierge Association. So my makeup artists and wardrobe stylists and hairstylists were going to the top hotels in the city. Awesome. And 
that's been for years. And then the pandemic came. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the, the disruptor. <laughs> it, it was definitely a disruptor, but it also gave opportunity for those of us who can pivot. True. And we had to pivot because, of course, hotels were shut down. People weren't doing things. You couldn't go at someone's house to do makeup and hair and stuff like that. It, all of that was uh, a no-no. However, we found that we had ability to create our, to use our relationships with our clients to help them with other things. So we had some family office groups, some hedge fund groups who were looking to um, to invest capital. And I'm like, oh, well, what do you invest in? And then I'm finding out what they're investing. I'm like, we have some startup entrepreneurs and some some people that are clients of mine that I can introduce you to. And we found the measure success in that realm. Um, and so over the pandemic, I have been truly um, cultivating that part of the business. And um, with that, um, the family office, the McBride family office has seen what we were doing and there were already um, clients in a certain way and wanted me to come in as their um, director for partnerships and collaborations. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T. Com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Awesome. So it definitely sounds like you've you've um, leveraged your relationships quite well. Yes, relationships are truly important. It is our net worth. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, Lamar, let's let's peel back some layers right now. Let's start mm -hmm. into your childhood, right? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first, so first off, where are you from? And also, the next question will be the the man you are right now. Yes. As a child, did you picture? Did did you imagine yourself to be this, this person as an adult? Hmm. Well, I'm from Camden, New Jersey. Okay. And that is across the bridge from Philadelphia. Um. And no, I never really knew what I wanted to do as a young person. You know, I, all I knew is I was good at spending money. <laughs> and I always was inquisitive. Like I wanted to learn. I always had an idea of leadership and I always took accountability and things of that nature. So I had some uh, core um characteristics that I knew we would, I would be leaning on. Such as? 
Um, I've always been responsible. I'm a creative. I've always been a creative. Fashion has always been something that I have um, been into. And um, I'm never, I've, I wasn't a person that you could peer pressure or anything like that. I, I will walk to my own drum just fine. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So, so you, you were outspoken and you pretty much walked against the grain. You did your own thing. Yes. Like, you know, um, I went to high school in Georgia, even though I'm from Camden, we, you know, we moved to Georgia for high school. How's that pivot? Huh? How's that transition? Oh, it was a transition. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was definitely different. Um, but pleasant in certain ways. Um, they were down south was very cliquish. Oh, okay. so everybody was like in their own little groups, but I was never somebody who was a follower. So I never cared about what group. If I wanted to chill with a certain group, I did. And, you know, I would jump through all the groups. Yeah, and that's 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 how you learn, right? Um, it's funny because I had a similar um, childhood. Um, I was Ooh. never clickish as well. I was cool with everyone. You know, so I was cool with the goth. You know, I'm, I was a so-called jock. So I played sports and I even used to look out for the kids. I used to get them picked on and bullied. So I, to this day, I hate I hate bullies. <laughs> you know, I really dislike bullies. Um, so I hear you, man. I hear mm-hmm. you loud and clear. So now, um, what does a typical week look like? Because I know you have so much going on at the, at the moment. Do you mind walking us through your, I should say your day. Let's start off with your, your day. When you get up, what do you do? What well, you do your lifestyle? Morning is definitely for meditation and being present and thankful. Okay. So I will get up and that's like the first thing I do. And then I need my coffee. And, you know, depending on how the day is going to go, I may have a little greenery. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. understood. Uh, Then it would be more so going through my schedule of what needs to be done. Um, always taking what's more important. So that'll get, I'll be on to that probably till like 1230. Then I'm going to take at least an hour or two where there's no work, whether I'm going to eat, whether I'm just going down to, uh, do some self-reflection or something that is going to allow my mind to, um, decompress. And then I'll probably follow up on like all the emails and the close of the days. So I try to break my day up into like at least three to four uh, segments. That's awesome right there. So it definitely sounds like you you are very invested when it comes to self-investment, you know, um, personal wellness and well-being. And I yeah. respect that wholeheartedly, especially being a person um, – that's about image, right? Um, mm-hmm. You understand the importance of being, it's being well, you know, you take the, you set in a certain time out in the day to invest in yourself before you even dive into work. And this is what I've been trying to preach all these years and you're doing it. Well, you have, I believe that you have to, because um, image is, yes, it's your appearance, but it's also your behavior. It's also your communication. It's also True. your digital pro- footprint. So these things are all encompassing. So you want to take a holistic approach. Like my spirituality is very important to me. My health is very important to me. And my mind is very important to me. So these are things that I'm, that I will always 
take time out, whether, you know, some days is longer than, you know, I have more time than others, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I have to, I, I want to incorporate that throughout my day because it allows me to be better at the other activities and, and needs of my business and my family. Yes, indeed, man. Self-invest, self-investment is not selfish, you know, um, it's, it, in the other world, it's, it's actually it's the exact opposite because the more you invest in yourself, the more you can pour out onto others. And a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, mm -hmm. it's not selfish. You invest in yourself, you allow your cup to flow with over. over. Exactly. How can you, how can you, <laughs> if we're sinking, if we're both sinking, how am I helping you? Exactly. I need to have a foundation in which I can pull you upon. I cannot pull you up when I'm sinking too. It's just not, it, that's not, that's not how things work guys. <laughs> yes, indeed. So um, right now, man, I know you have a, you have a great team. Um, you, you're pretty structured, but do you have any challenges that you're currently dealing with at this moment? Oh my God, it's life. Of course we have, <laughs> everyone has challenges, you know? Um, and my challenges, I also, I kind of look at them, they're challenges, but there's areas of opportunity. Okay. And so I try to make sure that the approach is going to be positive, that the approach is going to have a purpose and an intent. Um, I am always constantly working on establishing my network with in my field. So now I'm, you know, doing institutional investments. I, I'm still in the fashion world to an extent. I'm definitely in the corporate world still. And I also deal in hospitality. So I am constantly sourcing, I call them the gems of the industry because, you know, uh, everybody is not worthy. <laughs> everyone's in, everyone's not worthy so you have to find those who have shared chemistry mm -hmm. um shared values um i'm very transparent so if i find i need people to be you know i need you to be on an up and up but that's also part of my faith though because being transparent allows me to um be a bit more uh, step more into uh my path that i have yeah you know um sometimes people are full of the fluff and that takes a lot of time to go through that right if you transparent you can get right from point a to point b so keep mm -hmm. on doing what you're doing man it works Thank all you. right so uh with everything you're doing man I, I need to know this what's the driving factor what drives you oh besides being poor <laughs> I mean, that's transparent right there. <laughs> besides being poor, you know, um, I have a family that I take care of and that I, I want to show um, members of my family that there are, there's more to life and that we can reach it. And um, I also want to make sure that I leave no crumbs. I do not want to be a person that says, I wish I did, or mm. um, if only I, you know, but saying that also you have to understand timing and being prepared. Yes, indeed. 
And sometimes you may think this is what you want and it is what you want, but you're not ready. You got to do the work, suffer a little, sacrifice a lot and persevere so that once you're on the other side, you are um, thankful, grateful and um, strong enough to hold all of those blessings that you were been praying for or wanting to whatever goals you've set for yourself. Yes, indeed. You know, and that's what I call the power of positioning, right? Yeah. We're not always uh, in the right place or even in the mindset to take on certain responsibilities. So let's let's dive onto that a little bit more um, f- um, further in terms of yeah, positioning. Good taglines. I love it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love this. So, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of the power of positioning, how has being positioned ex- helped to excel you to the next level or helped to get you in certain doors? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, well, I've, when I first came into the industry, not knowing no one, not knowing anything, I was just like, I, I'm going to learn. I'll do what you told me to do. I do what I think I can do. And then I'm always going to do more or learn more. So what that did was create um, a value for me. I've I've always been more than what kind of like the position was. Like, yes, I was a makeup artist, but I'm also a wardrobe stylist, you know? Or, oh, he's a wardrobe stylist, but he's also a creative director. He could run the whole thing, you know? So taking time to go over and beyond sometimes is such a great help. Um, in the long run, because you'll learn the things that others may wouldn't know, or, you know, you prove to others that you're more of an asset to what they thought you were. Mm -hmm. And um, I wouldn't really take too much credit for the other things. The other things I I would give more so to um, walking in the path that the father has set for me. And being obedient and listening. Um, I don't think that um, I would never be so um, arrogant and callous enough to say that I did. Mm, Right there. Okay. Well, you know, (laughs) in New Jersey and I'm sitting in my house on 42nd and 11th. That is not a plan that is not like, oh, I just know I'm going to do this and it's all about me and I can make it happen. No, Um, I believe God gave me opportunities. My job was to show up and show out. Mm, mm. My job was to show up and show out. I love that. He put you on stage. So if you're going to be on stage, you better be the star. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Wow. My job is to show off and show out. I love, show I love that. Show up and show, show up and show out. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So, would you say your relationship with God has kept you uh, more grounded? In because coming from a place like like Canem, New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Where back in the day it used to be, it didn't have the best reputation back in the day. To now being, <laughs> yeah, to now living in Manhattan because mm-hmm. I know sometimes when because I used to be a celebrity trainer back in the day, right? And so I understand what goes on behind the scenes and how there's the bandwagoners, there are fake friends. Um, would you say that's what has helped you stay grounded? Um as you progress in life? 
I think it was, it's a, it's my foundation. Yes. However, mm. I think because I've always been the back end, okay. I see all the dirt. Mm. Like okay. I understand what comes with fame. I okay. understand what comes with money. I, I work with them. These are my clients. I see how miserable they are and then I see sometimes how blessed they are in so many aspects. Um, a lot of people don't understand um, what comes with fame, what comes with money. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things with that is you do not know who wants you for you and who is just about what you have or what you can, what they can get from you. Exactly. And that becomes very lonely. And with wealth, and with wealth, you live in a bubble. Sometimes you don't even know that you're living in a bubble um, if you aren't um, always connected to um, more modest roots. Mm. Mm. I believe that. I believe that. And I, I believe that's what why sometimes like a folks who are wealthy, um, they tend to go the other direction. Um, and like, you know, like when I say other direction, I'm, I'm talking about committing suicide and becoming addicts because they have that, uh, that hole, right? Um, they are, they feel like they're stuck, even no though they faith. have all, all the money. Exactly. That's what they're lacking. <laughs> I think they have no faith because we all go through the storm. This is true. This is true. Wow. This is a powerful conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can be deep. I'm just not a pretty face. <laughs> Listen, this is good. Listen, this is good right here. This is good. This is what I, I enjoy conversations such as these. So what advice would you um, like to give to other executives and other leaders um, about staying on top of their game? Hmm. Huh. Being an executive and leader is definitely a uh intent mission you need to have some type of empathy and um i would always say once again be in um a position of service because as a leader your job is to make your team shine your she your team is going to help you shine but how but a to me a true leader wants stars on his team or her team. And if you're not feeding them and, 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 and giving them uh, um, professional development, then how are they really going to become uh, those stars? And I would also say um, truly be accountable for what's going down because the buck stops with you. You, you're in charge, you are the manager or the leader or the owner or the CEO or the founder, or in my case, the principal of this brand. And when things are not going right, people don't care that it was this person that did it or someone else. They're looking at you to correct and rectify and make a resolution to whatever this issue or problem is. Um, and I think, um, also, you want to aggregate your network. You always want to be able, some people have networks, but don't know how to make it work for them or use them or, 
or get any extract any kind of value out of it. So you have to learn. That's a learning. That's a learning thing. It's not something that really somebody can teach you in the book. You really have to work on it and 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 strategize and um, pray. (laughs) Pray. That's what I I mean. I think that that would be an encompassing on um, how I would um, give a a word of support to the other leaders and and, and C-suite executives that are coming up already in the game. Well stated. Well stated. So um, are you currently working on any new projects at the moment? Because I know you have your hands tied, right? You're you're always you're going like 100 miles per hour, right? (laughs) Um, would you mind share with us what are you currently working on and how, how can we be of support? Well, okay. I have a couple things. Um, well, with the family office group, most things are NDA class mm-hmm. because sure. they're high level transactions, high value transactions and things of that nature. Um, however, with that being said, we are closing on a couple deals. One of the deals is going to be in aerospace, aerograde titanium. Mm. The other is going to be a AI educational platform. And um, the other is a fund to fund. So we're going to be creating a fund to fund other funds that are going to be in the impact investing space. Nice. Um, so that is from, you know, dir- my director position <laughs> and, um, my company right now, the couture man, we are actually, um, working on the wealth weekend with legacy week. Now mm-hmm. legacy week is historical black college alumni, um, engagement that has been happening since 2016 in Martin's okay. Vineyard. Oh, nice. And what we, you know, um, I've been able, I'm also an alumnus from uh, Morehouse. So <laughs> um, the founder, Cheryl Wesley of Legacy Week, and I have, you know, we were speaking and I, you know, and told her what I wanted to do. I wanted to help engage and I wanted to bring something that I thought was valuable to the experience and the wealth weekend was was created to create um opportunities for generational wealth with the alumni of the historical black colleges that's amazing right there that's amazing so that is what we've been working on and getting and and making sure we got all the money and making sure we got all the speakers and Mm -hmm. yes it's a lot to go in when you're organizing an event and um it's been fun. It's been, I've been learning so much. And one thing I really have been so pleasantly surprised about is the um, community, the historical black colleges community, um, any of our alumni from any of the 107 colleges and universities that are black historical, <laughs> you yeah, know, you got it. We all come together for some, we were, you know, I can tell that, you know, we all come together and we all want to support um, our education, our educational institutions in our communities. So it's been really great to see us be able to pull together. Yeah. And um, it's all about community and supporting one another, right? That's what it's about. Indeed. 
and it, it, in terms of the speaker, I would love to um support because I have a pretty solid network, and I already have a few people in mind. Um, so after this conversation, I could we could speak off camera oh. <laughs> and see how I could, I could provide further um support. Well, always appreciative of that. Yes, no, no problem. And the podcast is called How May I Serve You, right? Oh, <laughs> like I said, you have to be in a position to serve. Isn't that what this uh, capitalistic, in a way, this is what the capitalistic economy is about? How can you get goods? If you're do, if you're providing goods, you're servicing people. If you're if you're a teacher, you're servicing people with education. So, in every aspect of our industry, we should be understanding what in service is. Yes, indeed, I absolutely agree with you. So, if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you. Where can they go to find you, Lamar? Our website is thecotoreman.com, which is T-H-E-C-O-U-T-U-R-E-M-A-N.com. Also on Instagram, the Couture LLC, and LinkedIn, Couture LLC, or my name directly, Lamar Wright, and that's a capital, L-A, capital M-A-R. Yes, indeed. So, Lamar, thank you for coming on today's episode of the How May I Serve You podcast. And I also like to thank all of our listeners and viewers for lending us their ears and their eyeballs. And I have one last question for you before we leave, right? And that is, how may I serve you? How may you serve my needs? Wow, I like those kind of questions. <laughs> so, all I can say is, it would be great for each and every one of us to take the time to see what are we doing for others. And it's not really about monetary. Sometimes it's about being able to be a safe place for people. And sometimes it's just about giving people a, a ability to see things in a different light mm. and, um, mm -hmm. and giving kindness if we all can lead with kindness, that will be helping me out because we have a lot of things going on <laughs> in this world. And, you know, it's a lot going on. So, yes, that's how I would like to uh, answer that. Okay. Got you. All right. So you, you took, took the safe route. <laughs> <laughs> got you. All right. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have this great conversation. And once again, thank you for coming on today's episode. No, I and you having me. Again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care, be blessed, and cheers. We're out. <laughs>